Today, we're going to be talking about these revolutions. Sensei, you got your notes together now, right? You know what Archie want to talk about? Of course not. Keep going. And uh, do you have um, your rapid fire hot questions and everything? Doing, right? doing them shits right now, brother. Keep going. It's right now. Keep going. Let's get it. We're going to get into it. supernovas and welcome back to the worst generation podcast i'm your host gb and it's time to get into it today we're going to be talking about revolutions the title of this episode is the revolution will not be televised and uh you know i feel like it's directly relevant to things that's going on right now in the real world we got you know crazy government here in the u.s and uh it's a lot of bullshit out there so um in the spirit of mutiny and overthrowing corrupt governments we're gonna do a little pod about our favorite revolution moments from anime uh and this can be both exact moments that were like real revolutions and abstract moments that uh some of my fabulous crew may have determined that it was similar to a revolution uh before we actually get into the podcast topic of course i want to go ahead and introduce the crew that i have on deck with me today First up is uh, our voice and the Twitter fingers for the Worst Generation pod, and also the creator and producer of the Run My Face that y'all love so much, One Piece Leak. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's One Piece Leak. Um, thankful to be here for another pod. We back in action. Appreciate everybody for fucking with the Run My Fade. Thank you for fucking with the tournament. Uh, can't wait to hit y'all with this next uh, Give Panda Ox tournament, too. Next up is our resident YouTuber, our One Piece reaction and reviewer. Uh, he's also the host of Gloves Off, which um, I would say is coming Tuesday, but y'all not going to hear this episode till Friday. So y'all better have been pulled up to Gloves Off on Tuesday and been talking about that shit when this episode dropped. But uh, Sensei La Glove. Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy Sensei La Glove, the ball head, black anime nerd, the ball barbarian, Mr. Gloves Off. King Glove, first of his name, long may he fucking reign in this bitch was cracking. I swear y'all niggas be practicing y'all intros because them shits be flowing. They be rhyming. And they sound the same. If y'all, when I edit the audio, like, side by side, it's like y'all got the cadence the same. Damn near like it's recording. I love that shit. <laughs> Commitment to quality and excellence. Uh, Facts. Speaking of fire-ass intros... Uh, Mr. Intro himself, the creator and director of the Worst Generation Hotline, which the first snippet, official snippet, dropped last week. Um, you guys seem to be enjoying that. If you have not listened to the Worst Generation Hotline, make sure you get in tune with that. Uh, Master D. Hello, everyone. It's me, Master D, a.k.a. Drax the Destroyer, because I'm be destroying that shit. A.k.a. Let me clear my throat. <coughs> a.k.a. Hello, Worst Mission Hotline. This is Master D speaking. How may I help you? Hope you guys <laughs> Hope you all enjoying your day. Hope you're having a good, well, it's Friday when this episode drops. But um, thanks all for the support of the Worst Mission Hotline. Keep loving, keep supporting the Patreon. Keep signing up to the subscription. 
Let's go. We're back in action. I'm ready to record. Welcome, everyone, to a wonderful day. I just, I love the the difference in quality between Rome's mics, man. It just, it brings a tear to my eye because we was there from the start. We remember where you came from, bro. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. <laughs> came from nothing. <laughs> um, and last, but most certainly not least, is the first lady of the podcast, our creator and producer of Give Panda the Ox, which just celebrated its one-year anniversary uh, last Friday. Was Let's it go. Friday? What's today? Last Saturday. Apologies. Um, and also our resident podcast expert for musical intro, outros, pretty much anything music in the anime world, Panda the Don. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Panda the Don, better known as the OG Panda, better known as Pitbull Panda, better known as Panda with the Hammer. I would like to thank y'all. <laughs> I'd like to thank y'all for supporting Give Panda the Ox over this past year. It's been amazing. Uh, I've really enjoyed this idea. I remember when we first proposed, I first proposed to everybody. I was just like, I don't know if they're going to go for it. But lo and behold, here we are a year later. I look forward to this Give, give Panda the Ox Run My Fade that we, that we got ready. I'm excited. I don't know about y'all. And all these new openings and endings and lo-fi music that I got for y'all in the, up, in the last couple months of this year. And even in the next few months of next year. So keep supporting us. Support the uh, Run My Faye, y'all. And also get the, that video to 250 likes so we can do this Mishko uh, cosplay. So, yeah. Um, I, thought, I thought the cosplay was dead because they didn't get it to 250 on time. Leak, did we say we were going to open it back up? I don't know because me and Leak was talking about it, but I don't know if they deserve it. I mean, it. we talked about it, but I honestly don't feel like niggas is grateful. So, yeah, I mean, we can... Not. We can come back to it at a later time and try and again. Not I was going to get this 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 long wig and shit and be cute as fuck, but she y'all missing out. Y'all y'all don't deserve my comp- cosplay to be honest. All we got in this world is our balls and our words, and we can't break them shit. So they ain't make the two fifty. We can't uh we can't backtrack on that now. We the king of dying on our heels, king and queens. I'm dying on our heels, so you know, uh we got to roll with it. Speaking of the tournament that is dropping on Friday, correctly? Yep. Yeah. So Friday, October twenty third in the year twenty twenty of Oda, um, we are dropping the Give Panda the Ox from my face. So check that out, man. Tune in. Also, Get into uh, make sure you understand that these songs are from the playlist. So if you need help, of course we're gonna link the songs, but they're on the actual playlist and stuff. So make sure y'all keep that handy when you uh voting. And then. Last but not least, we dropped the Cruise Essential Anime and Manga Guide. Uh, there's over 100 manga anime series. Uh, we have independent creators in there. We talk about you know, how to read manga. We recommend good series based on your taste, on your interests. If you have not got in tune and picked up the guide, please get on that right away. Um, I feel like it's very helpful whether you're going to be a beginner or an expert in the anime game. Um, a lot of good information in there. You can get it at the link in our bios on Instagram. You can find it on our Twitter. It's pinned to the account. It's pretty much everywhere that you find Worst Generation Podcast. So get in tune with our Essential Anime and Manga Guide. Let us know what y'all think about it. A lot of work went into that, so we appreciate the support. Um, and last but not least, we, we appreciate the support from all our patrons as well. Uh, y'all stay with us from the start, and I hope y'all appreciate the content that y'all get as well. So, moving on, getting into the episode, we're talking about revolutions today. Uh, 
This is my captain's log. This is date 504 of the podcast. Uh, we've been doing this for 504 days, y'all. I blame you. <laughs> I blame me, too. I'm going to take full responsibility for that shit. Has we've been doing this for long. It has really been that long. It doesn't even feel like it, does it? Nope. No, it doesn't at all. 504 days. So, um, we've been doing this for 504 days. Uh, in that time, we've seen a lot of real things happen in the world. And uh, we've also gone through our fair share of things as a pod. And I felt like at times we had situations where I thought the pod wasn't going to survive or like y'all was just going to overthrow me as the leader of the pod or whatever the fuck was happening. Oh, it's still coming. It's still coming. Well, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> I've been in the jail, bro. Uh, I've been in the jail. <laughs> like that shit going to stop you from getting beat up by 10 niggas. What the fuck? I mean, you know, I mean, what was that video you sent me when he was like, what the <laughs> you see these bitches <laughs> from the gods, boy? <laughs> you hear me? His ass funny as hell. So I had a lot of inspiration when I was coming up with the, you know, the revolution, kind of like topics and what I want to talk about this week. Uh, let's get into it with a little friendly debate, a little yay or nay. Um, I'm going to do a little randomizer real quick to pick who's going to participate in the yay or nay this week. So give me one second. So we got Luke. Oh shit. Well we got we got Sensei, but Sensei, you already did one. Do you want to do another one? No, you can you can give it to somebody else. Alright, I'ma just toss it to Romaine. Um okay. and this week's yay or nay is one piece related. Um yay or oh, nay. It's over for this nigga. It's over for Damn. this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey Rome, I mean, don't go out like no bitch, G. Tell his, tell his ass you want this Remember ass. the last time he did a debate, it was against me? This shit was garbage. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Ron, since you the underdog, I'm going to let you choose. Uh, okay, handicap bet. The topic wow. is, is the absolute freedom versus absolute justice. So absolute freedom would be Luffy's way of life, more like a Blackbeard or a Luffy, how they want to just have complete freedom on the sea. I would say more Blackbeard. And absolute mm-hmm. justice would be a Kaidu. Which one is the better system? And I have to choose between you can choose. one. Okay. You can choose which one you want. You want to. You want to ride for. Um, I'm gonna go with absolute freedom. Getting your bet. Oh, okay. Um, I definitely feel like absolute freedom is the better justice system. Even though it might give no rules at all, it might seem unorganized. It might seem like, you know, you don't know what they're doing, but at the same time, you have that innate sense that you were given by God, free will to do as you please. And I feel like with that, you can always, you know, decide on your life, your outcome, what you want to do. And no one can stop you. You might be obstacles in your way. They might be obstacles in your way, but don't let those obstacles stop you. You just got to believe in yourself and go for it. You done? Yes, go ahead. That was beautiful, Let me shit on that. Let that me shit on that. Whole, that was beautiful, bro. That was beautiful, bro. Right, so it was. It was all right. We got to start the agenda, G. Go ahead. That was beautiful, bro. <laughs> no, but go ahead. <laughs> so just, just as a click disclaimer, I don't believe in absolutes, but for the sake of this argument and destroy Rome, um, why is it so always destroy here, Rome? Here's here's the problem with absolute freedom, right? Where everybody has absolute. Well, freedom, no, 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 no. Don't you mean absolute justice? 
you're going for absolute justice. No, I'm I'm shitting on your argument first. Don't, don't, don't shit on my me. argument. Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt wow. me. This is my time. I'm reclaiming my I'm reclaiming my ten seconds to Rome. Just interrupt me. Uh, so yeah, the the problem with absolute freedom is there's a lack of order, which results in chaos. When everybody has freedom, they're free to do whatever they want. They have the freedom to rob, to steal, to murder, to do whatever they want to anybody, and there'll be no repercussions. So you're gonna have murderers running around. You got rapists running around. You have thieves running around unchecked. At least with absolute justice, there's an established set of order that you have to abide by. And if you know you break these rules, you break these laws, you will pay for your, you'll have to pay for it rather than having to depend on somebody or yourself to try to apprehend this person. Because if you don't have the strength to apprehend them, then you're just going to get fucked over. It really is a system built for the strong. And if you're not strong or if you're not at least mid-tier, you're going to be at the bottom and there'll end up being a uh, a, a super elite group and there'll be a super poor group that has absolutely no power. So yeah, you might have freedom, but so do homeless people. Homeless people have freedom too, but they also don't have anything because the system did them a disservice and they don't have that help. At least with absolute justice, if you have an, a set, if you have an established set of laws, at least sometimes those laws can be voted upon by the majority and we can come to an agreement. And if you have these laws, we all have to abide by them. And if you don't, you know the consequences and you have to accept those consequences for your action. All right, Ro. Eat his ass up, Ro. Eat his I ass up. You. Cut his ass that's cow. <laughs> I hear you. But with these absolute justice that you might impl- implement on the system, on the system, would it really be benefiting the actual people themselves? Because all you know, just subjugating them to your rules, to what you decide is going to be fit for them. But at the same time, you're subjugating their freedom. So they're not going to be living by absolute justice. They're going to be living by your rule alone. It's only absolute and, justice if I'm a dictator. Um, Excuse me. My turn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. And if you want to be a dictator in this, yes. But at the same time, if you have absolute justice and all you're really thinking about is how to control the people and the masses. And if you're going to control them, then that's only going to create you, make you look like a tyrant. And it's only going to create people to want to revolutionize against you and make it and kick you out because they're not always going to agree with your rules. Your rules might not be the same fit for one, one family or another family. It might only fuck up make you look good but it's gonna mess up everyone else so i don't agree with absolute justice i feel like there's always going to be a, a, a slippery slope for you to slide into a dictatorship and you can easily just you know say that now that i have the power i can do as i please and what are you gonna think at that point you're gonna forget about the people that's what's protecting with your justice now let's go okay let me shoot on that argument so it doesn't have to be a dictatorship it's just three. It's just three. So, so he get to go. Then I get to go. He gets to rebuttal mine. I don't get to respond. Yeah, you rebuttal mine. You rebuttal mine. Remember? You rebuttal mine. You had your initial argument. You said you want to shit on. You said you want to shit on mine. You said you want to shit on mine. So Rome you chose get, to. I get it. Rome need to help. Rome need two seconds. I you chose to shit on my argument. That was your rebuttal. You shit on your argument. Then I made my case. Don't get mad now. Hey, oh, that was man, a good no. rebuttal, Rome. I'm not gonna lie. No bullshit. That was a good rebuttal, Rome. That was a good rebuttal. <laughs> I, I, I'll be you 15 seconds. Go crazy. It doesn't have to be a dictatorship. You can have checks and balances. If one person takes too much power, the rest can bring them down. It's that simple. You can establish that in the system. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Who do we now, do we vote? What? How, how does this work? Yeah, let's vote. Because I, I don't know who I want to pick as the winner. Because I feel like Rome, you was losing at first. But you came back swinging with that rebuttal. Yeah, I came back swinging hard with that rebuttal. You have to your bag. I'm proud of you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panda, who do you vote? Panda, who, who you got? Um, shit. 
we we just based it off of the debate because like how I view both of these is totally different. But anyway, uh, based off of the debate alone, I'm gonna have to give it to Lee because he came in strong. And he oh shit! Strong. So it come down to me. Bye. God damn it! Wait, did you pick already, GB? No, I didn't pick yet. Oh, okay, bet. Well, I'm going with wrong. Now I come down to GB. Let's go. Oh, he, just, he took the pressure oh, off. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, Rome, you can't vote. You was on the shit. Unless you've been a vote for Leak. Oh, no, I'm not voting. <laughs> oh. um, I'm going to go with Leak. Rome, I think you killed it in, in round two. But I think that Leak had more counter arguments to more your points and came up with more solutions to the issues that you presented. Uh, whereas you had a heavy hit in second round, but it didn't provide a lot of solutions to the problems that Leak presented. Fair enough. I'll fuck with you, Ron. So, so we hey, don't good, good shit though, Ron. Yeah, we don't call Leak. Uh, a lot better than your last debate. But that's a beautiful transition to the conversation. So both of you are talking about two different sides of the same coin: justice and freedom. Uh, in this in this sense. Uh, is it having a system that has uh, all structure and all rules, or is it having a system where people can do whatever and like self-manage? Uh, we spoke about like free will and uh, the belief that you can do whatever you want. We also talked about like establishing order and having checks and balances. So if I go kill someone, I shouldn't be allowed to just walk around because you know freedom. Uh, those are important things. Uh, things like these. Uh, define entire governmental regimes that we have. And we see this all throughout anime where you'll have uh, one order in power that is kind of ruling the world how they see fit. And then up comes along a different group that may be looking at the same issue in a slightly different way. They might not even be that much different from the initial. You see this in kind of Attack on Titan where uh, King Fritz is ruling at first, and then we think the historian is going to come in and have a totally different ruling. But the way her more open-ended, transparent ruling is easily done to the side very quickly, and it becomes more of like a military dictatorship because it's just impossible for them to have uh, absolute transparency in the world that they live in. Um, so it's not always a good thing to have a revolution either. Uh, one thing that we do know is revolution is normally the catalyst for change. Uh, and that's like political, social, economic, all of that. But uh, it also, when used properly in the story, can be the catalyst for awesome ass story writing. I think some of the best stories that I've read have been where uh, the entire story was flipped on his head. Dude, Always the political shit, G. Them shits be the best. Them be the best ones because like they had your head fucked up. And then the thing is, you can never really predict what happens after an event like this. You don't really know what's going to happen after the rev re revolution. Uh, similar to the politics that we deal with in real life. Everyone goes around, they tell you, like, vote no on this or vote yes on Proposition 22. And you have everybody speculating what they think will happen once these rules and these laws and these new orders go into effect. But nobody really knows what the fuck is going to happen once they do it. You can't know until we do it. So it's the same thing in anime. Um, let's get into this subject. First up, uh, what do you guys, like, do you guys think revolution is necessary for anime? And what are some of, like, the different types of ones that you've seen? Uh, whether they be, like, religious, like, uprisings, or if they be, like, political, or if they just be all around, like, 
um, just like neighborhood random ass. The kid decided that he was gonna stand up to the bully, and now all the kids are standing up to the bully type shit. Yo, I, I, I you got I the no she. You, <laughs> you funny as hell. I honestly think it's a, it's, it's a. You can have a good like you have a good anime that doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of overthrowing whatever system in play. Um, I do think that adding that makes it a lot more interesting um just simply because like i typically personally feel like when you have a situation that's kind of like morally ambiguous like it's kind of like uh it could really be either way and i wouldn't really know what's right or what's wrong you know what i mean like when it's situations like that characters like that uh arcs like that shit like that it, it that drives a story hella more than a typical this bad guy's doing bad shit but this good guy's gonna stop them not to say that those stories aren't good but they're just more like you know what I'm saying? my older adult brain tends to lean more towards the well this bad guy is also kind of doing good shit so i don't really know if he's a bad guy and this good guy is also kind of doing bad shit so i don't really know if he's a good guy you know what i mean like type shit um that shit don't cut it no more yeah g like you be looking you be looking kind of for some of that in between shit um your other question was like, what are some arcs or what are some overthrown what revolutions that we've seen can get overthrown and shit like that? You, was that the other question? Yeah, but you ain't got to name a lot of them. Leave some for the leave some cake. For oh us. yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, kind of Attack on Titan. I, I I would make the argument Attack on Titan had two revol has had and is having two revolutions. Um, the let me see what's another one. Obviously, One Piece. Um, but I I don't think One Piece's revolution has really happened yet. Um, FMAB, it's a lot. You know, like the fifth revolution, we didn't see in the fucking One Piece. I mean, uh, if, I mean, we kind of move sizes, yeah, yeah. Like, so if we, yeah, it's right now, but like, we've, we've seen them, we've seen them in Alabaster, we've seen the fish, yeah, we see, we see them, yeah, we see, yeah, we see them arc, we see them arc to arc for sure, but I, I was talking about the whole world of One yeah, Piece, the whole world of One Piece, more so, but uh, you're not wrong for sure, we it's definitely a a fucking overthrowing of some type of system <laughs> in fucking One Piece every arc. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot of them. FMAB, shit like that. It's a lot, a lot of religious joints, a lot of government joints. Um, the funny thing is, I feel like most of the time it'd be religious joints. I feel like it'd be religious joints, but oftentimes in anime, I feel like they always uh, combine like government. church most, and You feel like it's mostly government? A lot of them examples I have are governments or like kingdoms and stuff. I feel like they combine church and state a lot in anime. Yeah, you, yeah. You be looking at it like, is this government or is this a church? Like, what the fuck they got going on here? Like, yeah. I, feel like I mean, sometimes it's actually a mixture of both. The, con- yeah. the church controls or influences the government, which is, you know, we're supposed to, in some cases, supposed to be a separation of church and state, but we already know that's a fucking lie. Um, so I agree with some points with uh, what Sensei said. I do think when there is a revolution, it's actually pretty interesting when it happens. And I do agree, like, it's, it's a lot more interesting where you don't know which side you want to, you, you know that there's an antagonist, but you see that the antagonist has some really good points and ideals. Like, or, and you see the hero, but you also see the hero have some points and ideas that you don't really agree with. So you're, but you also know, like, you're not sure which side to go on. An example is not anime related, but I would say, like, Civil War. You understand Iron Man's point, but you also understand Captain America's point. And that's kind of like, revol- that's, that's, I would say that's kind of revolutionary, especially with Cap's concerns, maybe. But I do think 
revolutions do make it a little bit easier. So an example of a revolution I can think of is Code Geass. I think it was beautiful in the way that it portrayed it. And but usually even when you have revolutions, I do think that they're necessary in the real world because you do, more than likely when there's a system of government, there's always going to be a group that's oppressed or receives like the uh, the lower end of the stick or whatever, however you say that. So I I do think it makes anime more interesting, but Koei Gias does it really well. And one thing I do appreciate about Lelouch's character is that at the end, if you haven't watched Koei Gias, you might want to skip that part, but Lelouch makes a willing sacrifice to make this his revolution happen. He sacrifices himself. And I think in revolution, if you aren't ready, willing to die for your cause, then the cause is going to take you anyway, which is why I, when people compare Lelouch and Light, because Light's kind of revolutionary, but it, Light has some ambiguity when it comes to like his ideals and stuff, because a lot of shit he pulled was like terrible. So yeah. that's why when they compare the two, I always put Lelouch over Light, because Light wasn't trying to die. Lelouch under, planned his fucking death up until the end. He understood what needed to happen in order to make everything better. And at the end, things were a lot better than where they started out. It's interesting that you talked about power disparity, too. Um, going back to the year or day that, that Leak and Rome just did, uh, the, the power disparity seems to exist no matter what system that you have. So um, right. in, in the absolute freedom system, like Leak said, you're going to have those people that aren't strong, that is just weak, that are at the absolute bottom of that system. And there's nothing they can do about it because there's no one there to look out for them. And in the absolute justice system, you have the ruling class and you end up with a different type of caste uh, where uh, you got the celestial dragons at the top and you got the world government and they claim to be looking out for everyone, but you still have that economic and, and like uh, social status power disparity. Uh, that's going on and it seems like no matter what system it has due to the diversity that we have as a people um, the disparity will always occur right and people want to say you know and that's where you know the different other to other types of government come in like communism socialism but communism doesn't actually fucking work from what we've what we've seen in history so it's you're right like regardless of what system you put into play it's gonna have some type of oppressive connotation to it and, that, and that's like with, with the whole absolute just absolute freedom, I see both sides, but I also understand like absolute freedom to me kind of resembles anarchy a little bit. But thing, the thing is with anarchy, it leaves a power vacuum. And that's how a dictator comes to rise and take over the entire country, which kind of can lead to a form of absolute justice. Look, so look at where I'm taking notes. Like that's the that thing. Something someone pointed out with with the Legend of Korra with uh Zaheer, his he his ideas were was more anarchical in nature. But the problem with his his ideas is that that caused a power vacuum in the Earth Kingdom because he killed the Earth Queen, which led to Kuvira coming rising into power and taking the hold of everything. But so, even even Zaheer woke up and realized he was fucking. Yeah, sweet. that's he realized that, but he realized that shit too late. He realized that shit by the next season when Kuvira was already doing shit like fucking shit up. That's the issue, and that's something that I debated with, with, well, not debated, but I talked about with one of my friends. If you plan a revolution and you try to make, you know, have an idea of absolute freedom, you've got to have a plan for when the revolution happens. A plan for the revolution to occur, but what's the plan after that? Because if you don't have a plan, the shit's not going to go the way you want it to. That's why I said, like, I appreciate Lelouch. Lelouch, and to an extent, for
for the African good because they understood once this happens, this is need, this needs to happen. Lelouch understood once I die, this is what you're gonna do, Suzaku, as zero. This is what needs to happen in the world after I'm gone. We'll get into the uh, we'll get into like what needs to happen after because as we said earlier, uh, or as I said earlier, it's hard to damn near impossible really to predict what will happen. Like the best laid plans of mice and men, and so you may think you got it all planned out because. Zaheer had the keys in his mind, and then boom, he doesn't have the keys. But uh, to stay on topic, what we're we doing, uh, Master D, um, what you got? Yeah, um, to your first question, I definitely I could go either way with like a revolutionary like anime because it definitely does give like an interesting take, and like it would be like you know in like a world, and a lot of like the um. A lot of the stories will come from real life and adaptations, you know. So it's like, you know, when they put a twist on it, like in an anime, they might give you like, you know, some like, um, what was that anime? Oh, hold on, I had it on my list one moment. Damn, we was in Sensei ass about taking notes. This Master D just showed up with no note. <laughs> no, no, no. I just can't remember the name. Agamega, Agamega Kill, you know, with that type of anime. Yeah, like, that's you know, one of my it, examples. Yeah, like they were all like the whole entire anime was just like they were revolutionary, trying to overthrow the kingdom, trying to overthrow like you know the higher ruling class. But like in there in that anime, like all they're, all they're doing is just trying to battle. But there's no like end goal. Like I don't see how they can move past after they overthrow the kingdom because they just seem to be in a losing battle constantly. Like they don't have like a plan intact. They're just like, okay, we're just gonna keep fighting, keep battling, keep battling. But after that, what's gonna happen? You know, and I feel like that kind of like took away the loss of like what it, exciting, how exciting it could be. Like something like, you know, like Attack and Titan, like, you know, the way that they masterfully, you know, use the government, like, you know, and then the dictatorship. And then they use that, you know, as a way to like, you know, what do you call, um, as a way to rule the class. As for like, you know, a guy got killed, they don't really do that pretty well. They just show like, you know, just a battle. They just show them trying to fight, trying to overthrow as a, for Attack on Titan. They actually show the oppressiveness, the oppressive nation, how it affects the people, and how it causes everyone to uprise and you know, and you know, destroy everything. So I feel like you know, revolutionary, especially political, can be a good spin on anime, but they have to do it a certain way, like One Piece State, but they're still like their longest revolutionary arc ever. But the way that they do, like they give like the little piece, like it's a whole entire world and stuff, like you know, and then show a little piece of countries, you know, they have an uprising. So I feel like in that way, aspect, it can work if it's like an entire, like, you know, story, like an entire world instead of like just like one specific kingdom that you're focusing on. You have to look at mm-hmm. the entire picture, like, you know, get a good scope, like, wait, how can this work? How can this make make a better, you know, adaptation for you to see how, you know, like how different countries, different people might go through, you know, oppressive nature, through like, you know, different governments based on how they were raised, how like, you know, the justice system might impact them. So I feel like, you know, I'm here for political anime. I just want to do it properly. Like Golda does, and um, Golda, for real. Um, what was the last question that you had? <laughs> do, do you do you have a uh, do you have an example? But you you already gave like five examples, so I think you you thoroughly answered both. Okay, I feel like I'm missing a question though. No, I think you think you got in your bag. Uh, this was much better done than your yay or nay. I'm glad that you stepped up your. <laughs> Man, man, shit today. Where's the, where's the justice? <laughs> right, where was nah, it? you wanted freedom? Nah, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Funny as hell. Wow. Poor Lee. Lee. <laughs> uh, so, um, 
I definitely think like what everybody was saying, like the out turn uh, external source of um, revolution is something that can be done in anime, but it's not necessarily a need. Um, well, for the most part, it's done right. But like Rome said, and I can't make that kill. I feel like he, but he said like they literally had no goal. It was just overthrow the government, and there was like nothing they wanted to afterward. Um, but the, also another form of revolution is I feel like an internal character-driven revolution, almost like a moral um, a moral flip. And I think a good example was that is Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender, where he starts his character being. He's for the Fire Nation trying to earn his father's respect. The Avatar is a fugitive. He's trying to catch a fugitive. And then when he finally gets that, he realizes that what am I, if what I am, what I just, is what I just did actually right? And then he has this internal conflict with himself and he has to like rebel against what he's been trying to do his whole entire life, which is capture the Avatar, earn his respect. And it turns into, I've been doing the wrong shit. So now I have to change what I'm doing and change myself in order to be a better person to actually do the right thing. So it's like, there's two different kinds of revolution. Like, there's the external, like, rebellion against the government, the church, the state, whatever. And then there's the internal character-driven revolution where I have basically a character arc of, um, you know, like your Vegeta, your Zukos, and stuff like that. Um, And then, like, I feel like Avatar The Last Airbender is a great example of that. But then you also have examples like um, My Hero Academia where the, the villains are trying to rebel against the society of heroes, where they kind of have a point to where, okay, what well, is a real hero? Some of y'all are playing hero only for fame, for status, and et cetera, et cetera. And y'all aren't real heroes. You have people like Stain. It's like the only hero I respect is All Might because he's a for real hero. And then you have him, people like Deku who he comes across. Like, that's a real hero. The rest of y'all are all fakes. And they're having a revolution, except the way they're going about it is so wrong that they're still villains. So I think... There's ways to do revolution and there's ways to not do revolution. And I feel like the tricky thing is figuring out what's the correct way to go about it to where you're not ending up a vigilante or a villain. You just, uh, Leek, with your, uh, with your point about that internal shit, you just made me think of uh, Canudas. Um, sw- switching from this. from uh, Yeah, bro. Switching from this meek-ass, timid-ass, bitch-made-ass nigga. Um, just kind of living life going about it not really knowing that the people that he's living life for is like really trying to kill his ass so like him you know finding out what love is and realizing like oh no these niggas don't fuck with me like only I fuck with me like fuck these niggas let me go back in you know what I'm saying let me get these niggas right but I can't do it blatantly like I gotta weasel my way in to overthrow niggas like nah that shit that shit was definitely deep you just hit me hit me up with the head with that bitch I know it was actually on my list of, of abstract revolutions that I wanted to talk about uh, my bad Leak. I didn't mean to steal it from you no 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 do you bro cause like shout out to Leek for, for fucking spitting today uh yeah. deck, and then you for picking up the ball and running with that shit I was ass um so Leek as far as when you said like the uh, internal, uh, the abstract version of revolution. I was thinking maybe Fullmetal Alchemist is similar in a way that alchemy is seen as this answer to everything, to you know, pre- answer to pretty much everything. But by the end, you realize that alchemy really shouldn't be used as an answer to everything, and it kind of changes both. It more so Ed's, but Ed and Al's perception of alchemy and utilizing it. Could you say like maybe that's the same thing? Not exactly revolution, but maybe. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. I don't know if revolution is like the right word. It's more as like a change of perspective on how it should be used. Because um, revolution like, is more so like 
upsetting the established order where they did it like they he I mean Ed ended up losing his uh alchemy but it was more so like I don't need this to be what I need to be like in order for me to get back what I need to get back I need to lose who I am somewhat because his identity is almost predicated on being the full metal alchemist right and losing that like he said like it's basically sacrificing a part of himself to get back what he lost so it's still somewhat of a revolution but more so of a like in order to get where I need to be, I just need to lose something that I never thought I needed to lose. I thought this was a key to getting him back, when in fact, the key to him getting him back is losing my key, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I didn't know if that made sense. I'm sorry I had to pause, pause the conversation, but I just really thought about that, because it kind of reminded me of what you said, but yeah. Do y'all feel like a sacrifice or some form of loss of you giving up something is a necessary piece of revolution? Yes. Um, I feel like you have to be willing to do it. Yeah, I don't necessarily be, know if you, you have to. be willing yeah. to do oh, yeah. it, but I don't think so. niggas don't have to die for a revolution to happen. But the sacrifice doesn't always mean death either. Yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah. The thing I feel like if you go into something thinking that you're gonna come out of this hole, that's then you or have clean. Idea, yes, you're gonna have a wrong idea about revolution. Revolution is not clean. It is not, oh, it's going to be, you know, not necessarily easy, but I'm going to come out of this, you know, on top or whatever. Even if you do get what you want, you're going to lose some stuff along the way. Whether Most of the time, it's your humanity. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> your humanity, your sanity, people you love. And you you have to compromise your morals. You got to yeah. compromise a lot of stuff. So sacrifice is an integral part of revolution, even if you aren't expecting it, it's going to happen because revolution, changing an entire system of government or changing whatever, whether it's external or internal, something's going to happen, something's got to change and you aren't going to come out of this the way, same way you went in. Um, I, have a, I think I think one major thing... Go ahead, Ron. You got it. Yeah. I was going to say I just have one example, but I'm trying not to think how I can word it because for mom's Jujutsu Kaisen, it's... um, he, What's his name? Isidori? Or whatever the main character's name is, because I talking about internal revolutions. He kind of in the first few chapters I was reading, he went through like one of those internal revolutions, like one of the scenes where um he he was battling the villain, but like he was also trying to think about like you know his last words as his grandfather told him to, like you know protect people, and he was just trying to do that you know. But at the same time, he's trying to think about how is he trying to protect people. At the same time, not compromising himself. Like why is he doing this? What's his main purpose for trying to do this? Like and he's thinking about like okay, how can I protect people? I that without having to kill the wrong people or the right people. It's all a question about, like, you know, questioning yourself, like, what you decide is good and wrong and bad and evil and how you can go yeah, about, man. you know, approaching that, you know, to make it seem like it's the right decision. Because there's no right decision in when it comes to, like, you know, either overthrowing the tyrant or overthrowing the revolution. It's always about uh -huh. like, making the right decisions to see the outcome in the people to make sure that you feel yourself you're morally right in what you're doing. And, um, you know, Jujutsu guys are definitely doing a good job of that. I fuck with that anime and manga. Shout out to them. You said in the first few chapters you haven't you have these type of moments. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely comes up in Jujutsu Kaisen with the main character Yuji. Like once he becomes a Jujutsu sorcerer, one thing he establishes that he doesn't want to actually have to kill in order to like exercise. Like he knows that in order to save people from these curses, he has to exercise these curses. But he's morally conflicted because he doesn't actually want to kill in order to do that. And that's a that's a common theme where in order to save somebody, you might have to take a life. And that's in mo it's in moments like that where you have to evolve, where it's like, is this is this worth it? Is this worth losing that piece of myself? Because once, exactly like Yuji said, like Yuji said, like once I make that decision to have to kill a curse, I can't go back from it. 
and now it's going into becoming second nature to where you're doing this all the time and it's like you lose that part of yourself in the in the process of trying to save and so it's it's like wrong it's a small it's an internal revolution where you have to sacrifice that part of yourself not wanting to take life in order to save life Mm -hmm. is that uh is that reminiscent of your favorite mc tanjiro how he doesn't want to kill or is it just first of all he's not my favorite so let's not do that (laughs) but but he i mean tanjiro to a lesser extent because because tanjiro really does i'm not gonna lie my bad lee he I'm not to... gonna lie. As you was as you was just explaining this, I immediately was like, "So this nigga's another Tanjiro." And I'm <laughs> talking with you so far, but I so... I haven't really gotten to like him. Be like, I don't want to kill this curse. Like, nigga's a fucking demon. So, but go ahead. It's somewhat similar. Where Tanjiro is much more like not wanting to do it. Like Tanjiro wants them to remember who they are and shit like that. Whereas Yuji, on the other hand. He is more so, well, maybe if I can get them away from this person, I can do it. Or if I can just save the person, somebody else can take care of it. But he also knows that if he doesn't exercise these curses, the chance of these curses escaping and and killing more people is extremely high. So Yuji is much, much more willing to cross that line and kill a curse than Tanjiro is. Tanjiro does it as an absolute necessity, like if somebody's about to die, somebody's about to get killed, I need to kill this demon. Where Yuji is like, especially if they, if Yuji witnessed the curse killing someone, Yuji's switch flips almost instantly to yeah. where he's like, nah, I'm going to kill you. Like, there's a specific point. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a specific point that's going to be in the first season where you're going to see, and Leto actually hit me up when this moment happened in the manga when he was reading. He was like, bro, that shit is raw as hell. And it's like, once he re- reached that point, to where a line was crossed, he does not go back from it. He, I'm going to kill you. And the, like the, the shock of it is, the curse is like, don't you mean exercise me? And it's like, oh, yeah. shit. Like mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's, that's the defi- defining mm-hmm. moment where I'm no longer exercising this curse. No, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I remember that scene. So That's fire. I definitely need to uh, get started reading Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, You're not watching it? I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I'm catching up with all the shit that I didn't finish. I feel like I need to get through, force myself to get through God of High School so I can like just get that over with, and then I'll be. It starting. ain't that bad, bro. Wow. No, I'm not. I'm not even saying like it's bad. Just like oh. I have it. You know how you got animators like it's not this necessarily bad. You just don't have the urge to want to watch it, but you know like you gotta watch it more for like content because I gotta be able for to sure. Talk. That's where I'm a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. I'm like that with. That's where I met with God of High School. And uh, to be honest, I stopped smoking when I moved to Arizona. So damn, really? Uh, What? You been sober? That's why. That's why your ass been anal. (laughs) (laughs) That's why your ass been anal, nigga. What the fuck? (laughs) I've been. uh, I've been. I've been sober since I've been out here in Arizona. One, because my apartment complex has like this strict rule against smoking the marijuana. And, the marijuana. and two, you know, it ain't legal yeah. like Cali, so I'm just, I'm more cautious about, like, when I'm going to do it, and I ain't, like, felt out my environment yet. So, I haven't smoked since I've been in Arizona. Oh, so you got to find, you ain't no more dispensary, you you looking for Ray Ray. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, know, I know where Ray Ray at. Oh, <laughs> um, this nigga finna revolt against his against his fucking <laughs> apartment complex. Right. You <laughs> <Nah, that's> <laughs> For me, uh, for me, certain anime, I just 
they they high like I'm eating a bowl of ramen. I'm just high as hell type anime. Got a high school was one of those. So without the without the drug in my life, I found myself like not really wanting to watch God of High School sober. And you gotta do better, B. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, GB, I definitely feel you because that's how I've been in the past few years. Like in terms of like watching anime, like it's like becoming more of like okay, do I really watch this for enjoyment or am I just watching just to watch it? You know, I thought yeah. you was finna lie to me and say you've been sober for two weeks. And I was finna no, say, that's no. fucking cap, bro. No, no I've been sober. I can't, last time I was sober was a few years ago, but uh. <laughs> I'm soaking. I'm soaking. But um, yeah, no, I definitely feel that's why I've been watching like a lot of other shows, like you know, like live action shows, trying to you know switch it up a little bit just to get back into anime. That's why Panda, reminder, at list, please, because I'm gonna start going hard. I just got a Funimation account. Can we so. finish the episode first before I try to send you a list? No, you thought out a friendly it's reminder. Yeah. I didn't forget. <laughs> you told me a couple minutes ago, bro. I did I, not I, forget. It's, it's been I, an I, hour I, and a half. <laughs> no, it not I forgot. I forgot wrong. I got two, bro. Oh, God, I did. Uh, moving on with the episode. So uh, everything we talked about right now, revolution seems to be like a necessary thing that happens in life. Uh, it's as natural as change is because revolution is change. It's simply like uh, if you take the – this is cheesy as hell. But if you take the R off, it's just evolution. It's us like kind of just going mm-hmm. forward with with life deep and that was no that was that was ultra cheese nigga but i'm glad you called it out big cheese bro you big cheese oh <laughs> uh, it's just it's, it's, it's going forward in life man it's 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 the it's out with the old and with the new and so and although the new looks good as you're going through the change sometimes you get to that point and you realize that you have adjustments to make or everything and work hasn't happened though um, but nonetheless, change has to happen, and we've talked about like the internal aspect, internal revolution with characters like Zuko. Um, so we know that change is a is a difficult process, to say the least, sometimes. So I want to talk a little bit about what it takes, what elements have to happen for like the revolution, such as like does it need to be a strong leader, or do you need to have a massive group or does it need to be like violence involved? Um, what are some things that you guys think are important to the revolution in anime? Um, I feel like you have to have clear goals and clear things that you want to change for one. Like you can't just say, oh, we want to do this and not have like a plan laid out. to so like, what we want to do, what do we want to change? Or what do you want to switch it to? So I think you need, plans for what you want to do and what you want to change you can't just be we don't like this and we want we don't want it anymore but not have like an actual plan set out to what you want to change it to and how you want to go about changing it we're not gonna take it (laughs) no (laughs) we're not gonna take it (laughs) oh shit no but i agree with you later oh y'all y'all left us hanging g Cool. Wow, well, I mean, I definitely came in on that. I started it, nigga. What do you mean? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I started it, nigga. Teamwork, guys. <laughs> yeah, teamwork made it do work. I agree with Leek. I think one thing that, uh, but a major thing is the motivation to change. Like, you can have a plan, an idea, but are you actually motivated to go with the changes you plan on implementing? Like, like I think, like think of it. I think of it in regards to like therapy. You can go to therapy and say, yeah, this is what I want to change. But that the client has to have the motivation to make those changes. And change is not a pretty process. 
and having that motivation is not an easy thing to get when you understand how much work it takes to get to through those changes and make that change happen. So you need a motivation for a leader. You need a strong leader, but it's not necessarily the rough and tumble, always, you know, ready for action leader. Sometimes you need a leader that knows how to just sit back and let things happen. And you also need a leader to know how to plan. You not don't always need the person who's always doing stuff and doing stuff and always go make, taking action. Sometimes a leader need just needs to know how to just sit back, let things play out, and then go from there. But it doesn't necessarily like I, when I say think strong, I also think physically. You also need you possibly need someone to enforce help in that leader enforcement. You are, a real leader needs a right hand person because the you manager. Got a, you got a favorite leader? Like you talking about in anime in general or real life? Yeah. Fuck real life right now. We in anime. <laughs> um. <laughs> Stop it. Erwin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say um Hody uh, Jones. Was it Hody? No. Hody Jones. <laughs> I I was thinking Lelouch would be an example of one. Like Lelouch made some mistakes, but he also Lelouche. Don't do that. But Lelouch had <laughs> made some mistakes when he had when he was a leader, but he also had a plan. And, man, and like managed it and then when things happened he knew how to bounce back and keep going but he also knew when to sit down and let shit play out the way it needs to I also want to say I don't even know if Roy is a good example probably not but mostly Lelouch but yeah you need, when you need a strong leader you also need a one that knows how to plan and be smart about shit because right. people somehow I don't know some people have this idea that a leader always has to be here and there and doing this and this and always fighting and always hell fighting. no. Your and leader could be the things. your leader could be the nigga that, that get hit by the uh the Titan first and lose an arm. <laughs> right. Sometimes the leader isn't always the, the, the leader isn't always the confident person, the most confident person in the room. That's what, like you have to have a level of confidence, but it's not always the person that's always talking. The term the loudest one in the room is the weakest, and I do agree with that statement. Sometimes the leader is the quietest, meekest, but also the most thoughtful person in the room as well. Tie that back to the uh, to the motivation you talked about earlier. Do you think the so we talking mass movements too? Do you think the motivation for a mass movement uh, falls on the leader's shoulders, or do you think for like the motivation for re- revolution comes from like multiple forces? It might be a combination of both. Like when you say multiple forces, give me an example because I want to make sure I answer this properly. Uh, multiple forces like. Yeah, uh, I see that. <laughs> I see that Erwin is out here trying to like lead me to my death, but it's like, eh, I'm also finna ride with him anyway, whether he gave this speech or you not. Go, you gonna ride with that nigga? Ride or die, <laughs> man. That's a ride or die right there. Well, I also already made up my mind to ride with him anyway, regardless if he was the leader or not, because I know what my situation is like at home, and it's like I got to take the fight to these niggas, and whatever I can do, I got to just do now. Like, do you, people make up their mind based on external conflicts, the mix of having a leadership? Does it take the leader to rally them and put that fire in them? I think it can be a mixture of both because some people do join a revolution because of their own, you know, personal issues. But I also think the leader inspiring them even more is just as important because you can have multiple people believe, have like wanting this, having this motivation. But if there's not that one person, specific person who's there to motivate them continually, continually, because motivation is a continuous process. You can be motivated to start 
and then get to a certain point where we're like, why am I doing this bullshit? I don't want to do this anymore. This shit's hard. I'm tired. But you need that person to remind you, why did I start doing this? And why do I need to keep doing it? And what change do I want to see at the end of it? So I would say you need both. You don't want, and plus you don't want somebody to join the join your revolution. Like, hey, you seem cool. I want to join your revolution. Okay, so what personal <laughs> what personal stake are you putting in this? I don't know that the leader just got to just just talk pretty. I want to join this shit. No, talk pretty. I don't. If you if, if I have a revolution, it's cool. You want to join me, but what is your actual motivation outside of me? What do you want to do and to contribute to this revolution? Every revolution is going to have a, a layer of dick riders that just pulled up because it was a trendy thing to do. And I agree. Uh, I do agree. Yeah, that is very accurate. But those dick riders are going to realize really quick, this shit is nothing to just, oh, I want to do it because it seems cool. No, you need mm-hmm. to have some type, sort of ideal of why you want to do this because I don't have time for people. Say, like like with the Harriet, with Harriet Tubman, Tubman bring, freeing slaves, when there was a person who didn't want to do freedom! it. Freedom! Sorry, I had, to. I had to. I just could not resist that. I could not resist that one, G. Wow. Like with Harriet Tubman, when you had slaves who wanted to go back because, you know, the, the, the journey on the Underground Railroad was too tired, too hard, what did she do? She didn't let them go. She shot them. Because we didn't need, she, basically, we didn't need anyone we to go back and end up, you know, snitching and shit and telling people, telling the masses where the fuck we were. So I don't need you to half-ass go come into this. I need you to have a personal stake and be and continuously be motivated and reminded why you're doing this in the first place. Because I don't need you to give up halfway through. My movie shout, out to, uh, shout out to Erwin and his his high level of leadership because he was Man. on the same. It's kind of like that nigga Erwin the nigga. It's still <laughs> me. I'm over him. Erwin's definitely me. thinking about uh. Was definitely thinking about going about home. His, his bitch, bro. He definitely was thinking about his bitch. I wonder what my bitch doing right now. What? was like, fuck off, nigga. Rage. Scream. You know. You know. I just have to say, on the talk oh, of Aaron, I, that's not, that brings up my point. I was gonna say, a leader. Back to your question, GB. He has to be charismatic. Because he has to motivate these people in this revolution to keep wanting to fight. Because the revolution is not an easy task. It doesn't, it's not an overnight thing. It's long-lasting. And for a leader to just be like, you know, he has to be able to, like, you know, um, motivate the people to keep on the fight, keep on to push themselves. Like, you know, back to whole um Hulk dude from uh, My Hero Academia. I don't know if he has come out. He's not come out in the anime yet, but in the manga, he's one of those people that, you know, he has to be able to talk that good talk, but at the same time be meticulous and planning to be able to keep the people on to keep pushing, keep trying to keep them to motivate it to want to fight for this revolution to keep going. Like Erwin and his, you know, and his pledge to death and his right to die. You know, I agree that, you know, with everyone, what everyone's saying, but I still like, you know, the charismatic aspect of what that leader has to be is a driving force for them to like, you know, um, to make the revolution like, you know, win and exist basically, you know, he can, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead. No, go ahead and finish Ron. Uh, that, that was just, that was just basically it. Yeah, that was basically, I was just gonna say that you know he's got to be charismatic. And and not, only, not, only, not only the charismatic shit, it be niggas, it be it be sometimes it be sometimes having to be niggas that ain't charismatic, but people just have hope in them for what they could be. Like mm-hmm. Momo, for instance. Um, Momo, Momo is not like charismatic at all. The niggas a bitch. But Momo, Momo from One Piece, by the way. Yeah, Momo from One Piece. Sorry. My listeners, so they yeah, they my know. bad, my bad. Mom, Mom, Momonosuke uh, Kazuki from from uh, One Piece, 
Um, he's a bitch made little nigga who is the rightful shogun of Wano. And like the 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 scene was kind of perfect. Like the the most charismatic nigga that was gonna really lead the charge against you know Kaido and yeah we gonna we gonna get you niggas your freedom back was Luffy. But niggas was looking at Luffy like man you just another pirate nigga. I'm not <laughs> fucking with it. Exactly. But as soon as Momonosuke the heir who you know what I'm saying is oh wait we know this guy but we don't really know him but we just know him as the kid of the nigga who we do fuck with who's dead I'm finna ride for this nigga because if you're here that means it has to be something good so a lot of times shit like that can happen as well where you're not really charismatic but there's a figurehead that drives everybody to I guess rage scream and die you made me want to go back and watch it. Yo, you know what? I've watched that shit 20 times at least. I'm going to have to call Erwin Mr. Rager from now on because I'm not going to get out of my head because of you, Sensei. (laughs) You're very welcome, bro. If this was uh, if this was like 2006, 2007, you know they would have uh, had that whole Irwin scene set to like some heavy metal backdrop ass song. Oh, that's definitely yeah, Kid Cudi, yeah. Mr. Ranger. Mr. Uh, what I was gonna say, um, yeah, I think I think that that is a central piece of the revolution. Sometimes you have the charismatic leader, uh, but they don't always have the resources or they don't have the clout so to speak to mm-hmm. uh, have their platform and then uh with luffy who didn't have who didn't have a twitter following in wano uh he was able to get retweeted by momo exactly and all of a sudden this shit blew up <laughs> exactly momo don't say shit but he retweeted that nigga luffy shit yeah what he said oh yeah we riding with this nigga <laughs> Momo basically just dropped that shit with fire emojis and the niggas basically. Like, crazy. Man, this nigga crazy, G. He got the support for Momo. He don't Momo man. don't support nobody. So yeah, um, and that that shit, but that shit low key. Uh, I mean, it was is it's it's a big moment because it's relevant to this episode, but it cheapened a huge That's development a fact. for me for Luffy G. And That's the shit a fucking really, fact. But it's a huge moment for the episode, so like, good shit on bringing that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, any anybody else have any like elements for the revolution before I move on to like when they fail? Because Panda got it was starting to get in that bag a little bit earlier, and I want to get in that bag before we complete this episode. No, y'all don't. Y'all don't. Okay. Uh, the failing revolutions. So uh, sometimes it's not quite the time for change. Like it ain't that moment. And uh, oftentimes you find out in brutal ways or you find out uh, in less subtle ways. Uh, Panda was talking earlier about <clears throat> the revolution went through. So it was, it was kind of time for change, but maybe it was a little bit too early because the post-revolution wasn't planned out that well. And so we don't have a plan for what happens now. Like, how do we really address all the inequality and all the oppression and everything that we faced before that forced this revolution to come? Um, <clears throat> Panda, you want to go ahead and hop on your on your pedestal now? Um, are we are we talking about, like, failed? I I'm trying to think of some failed revolutions. Right. That... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean... One failed revolution, I think that you can 
maybe look at or you would have to speculate really uh well no you don't have to speculate uh, we can go back to attack on titan uh historia taking over and becoming like the new regiment and like we're gonna go in and we're gonna change everything we're gonna open up the books and open up the gates and we're gonna be transparent with people uh everyone will know what's going on with the with the titans and where we came from and the horrible gruesome history that we lived through and uh without giving spoilers but giving y'all good words so y'all know what the fuck happened um everybody's gonna know what's going on and then after a little bit of time of doing that they find out like oh this shit is mad chaotic bro this is not the life we wanted to live we need to maybe change all this up and go to a military dictator it ends up being like this dictatorship style thing but that really ain't that different um i mean it's different in structure but it's not different in in results and perception of what we have with king fritz mm, okay um so i i want to i want to add more to that but it would really be spoiling shit but general, generally uh, speaking, an attack on Titan. One could say that 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 rev- that specific revolution. I would say that that succeeded for what they were going for. Overall, though, it failed. And even the second revolution that's happening currently, um, that would be the real speculation on whether or not it, it passes or fails because it looks like everybody's gonna die. So. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like in a situation where you know you're revolting to change some shit but that that resulting change is the death of everybody. Is that a win or a loss? I mean I feel like it's a I loss. Think, <laughs> I, I think it, ha- it it is how you look at it. Like it could be either or because if you got to look like this, are we do we want this change but are we willing to make this change if it means that everybody who was part of the old regiment even if they were trying to change that needs to die or go away oh yeah so like i guess my question would be to 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 make it a little bit more simple let's say every slave that was in mississippi in the 1800s or 1900s whatever i'm sorry my bad what you want me to say texas (laughs) 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 i'm sorry uh, fucking, all the Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas, some shit. Let's just say one state full of like the slaves that was in one state. Let's say they had they revolted against everybody in that that revolution instead of the civil war that was kind of controlled. But in that revolution, the entire population of the United, like the world, was destroyed except for those Mississippian slaves. Is that a L or a W? I mean, it, it depends. Like, are we are we trying to say the purpose? Okay, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> it, it, it depends on what you set forth to be the outcome. For right, the like, no, to no longer be slaves. So their goal was so, to no so longer if, be slaves. If y'all no longer slaves, then if if like like we said earlier, do you chalk it up to sacrifice? Like you might just be like, yeah. yo, that's the sacrifice we had to make because we reached a goal that we wanted. <laughs> That's, that's what I was about to say. Like, are we, trying to, are we trying to make a change? Are we trying to prevent our people from people from getting killed? Because you right. you go you not gonna have a lot of revolutions, if not all, are going to take death. I hate to say it like that, but it's going to take some matter of death to happen. Maybe I'm wrong. People can disagree with this, but that's just it. So, in reference to your question, the like, are the outcomes what we wanted them to be? Or, or are we trying to 
have kumbaya and keep people alive, but still make change happen. Is there a such thing as having an outcome be what you want it to be, but still being too much for what you wanted? It's very possible. Like, this is what I wanted, but I didn't see it happening like this. You see what I'm saying? It could be you had to sacrifice too much. But did, I guess I'm asking, did we have to sacrifice too much? I mean, like if, it you, sacrif- if you sacrifice too much and you didn't have to, is it a W or a L? It's basically what my question. I mean, that. it's still a W because you got the end result you wanted, right. but the cost is that some of the people that you wanted to live to see the end result didn't make it. So, but wouldn't that be I mean, then, yeah. So it, overall, it would be a. Du- oh, I'm sorry, Ron. No, go ahead. It's it's, lo- it's losing the battle but winning the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those yeah. personal losses that you might see could just be like your personal losses, but in the end result, it's a uh, win for the whole overall revolution. Uh, like you might see someone like you know, say like your partner, right? That man might have died, but he was a, a real big figure in the actual revolution. Like you might see his loss as something like a, as a loss, but in uh-huh. the end goal, he died for what he wanted to do, which is who he wants to see the revolution win. You know, see the end goal be achieved or whatever. So in that sense, you know. But I, I just said at one point I want to bring up like um in terms of like you know losses, would you consider like you know in um the Fisherman Island arc, Oda Hime, um, mm-hmm. um Neptune's wife, would you consider her like her revolution? What she was trying to achieve, her trying to achieve like you know Fisherman Island to like you know be receptive to humans or whatever. Would you consider her dying? Would that would be a losing revolution? Considering that the paper the paperwork that she was trying to get sent didn't yeah. get sent and she died, yes, that's a yeah. hell. Yeah, because I was. I mean, about like, in the long run, it's a W. But can we really thank her for the W? You get what I mean? I mean, like, at that point, it gets, it gets like now we going back in time. Like, well, the first person to ever think that we should do this was this person, but they just didn't get mm-hmm. that far. And I'm picking up their will, and it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, does that? You know what I'm saying? Are we then saying, well, this person who died seven million years ago, they are the winner. They saw. They started the revolution. Like, you know what I mean? Is I mean, that they had the vision? Going? I think we can. I think we can still give credit at the very least to the person who came up with this, the idea of the revolution, even if they died before they were able to see it truly happen. Like we still give credit to Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, all these civil rights leaders who have died, who have passed on or gotten killed for their cause. We don't say, "Well, we did it." We don't. We don't really care about what MLK and Malcolm X and them did. We still give them credit. We still give them credit today, even when we're still fighting for like freedom and justice. We still credit those people, and we even credit the people before them, the people who revol- who revolted during slavery. So I think it's not necessarily saying it's it's still their win, even though they died and wasn't able to see it truly happen, because they inspired the people and the generations after them to keep that movement going. That's so are we saying are we saying there's really not there's really not no way to lose a revolution? It's it's definitely ways to lose a revolution if you don't get the end results you want or everybody dies like and no one is there to continue cause die out mm-hmm. or if you have to sacrifice a lot of what you want to get one specific goal like you have to compromise. But that's what I that's what I said. So I, that, when mm-hmm. I when I gave the 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 react the reaction the example <laughs> about the slaves like they, they made their goal. Yeah, yeah but. Exactly. Everybody died. So like, so everyone dies except. Fuck. That's that's the thing with that specific uh, example. They themselves didn't see it, but they freed every generation after them. So that's still a win, I guess you could say, in that instance. 
but also that's something you have to really be willing to accept if you want to engage in revolution you know you might not be able to see it through in your lifetime Mm -hmm. so you have to be willing to like if i'm not going to be able to see this or if i'm not going to be able to reap the benefits from this the future generations will and if that happens then i did my part as being a stepping stone for them future generations so we all collectively won even though i didn't get to live through it so i still see that as a win but on the flip side if at the end of your revolution you get your freedom but you have nothing at the end so like if you want to go to the toys around of yeah we got freedom but now we don't but have anything there's else. no right there's only this land we stand so, on and but that just else. starts that just starts a battle for another for another goals it just means that your revolution isn't over with in my opinion you won one part of it but that just leads to another you getting like another goal you have so you won that specific revolution but now we need this so now it's another fight to be had if that makes Wait, sense. I'm, 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 I'm going to need y'all to give me an example of an actual revolution that failed then. Because it's really seeming like there is no failing. It's just, uh, have you, you just keep seen, going. Have you ever seen the movie mm-hmm. Valkyrie? No. Where they tried, they tried to rebel yeah. against Hitler, and they them niggas the got found thing. out, and they all got killed, and they yeah. shut down that whole rebellion. Yeah. That one, to me, tried, is an example of it losing. Literally, people in Hitler, like Hitler's circle tried to assassinate him and kill him, and they ended up getting, and that revolution ended up getting quashed immediately. Yeah. He survived, um, and they tried to overthrow. So what happened? But was, since like, Hitler lost in the end, are we not going to credit them for whatever they did to to kickstart whatever the fuck? You get what I'm saying? They're, 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 here's the thing, though: their revolution and ours was not the same thing. It was not. They we, they weren't fighting for the same things that we were fighting. So like, so, so why so did they want to kill Hitler? They just didn't. They didn't want. They didn't believe he was the right leader for them. They didn't feel. They didn't like the way he was doing things. So like, let's say. If they let's say hypothetically, if this group also does not like this group, but they don't believe in the way that their leader is doing things, so they want to overthrow him and go about it a different way, but they fail in doing that, they lost their fight, but they also like the goal of the group made it might they might have their shit might have come to fruition, but for them, if they went about it the wrong way, they lost their moral standpoint. They lost everything that they rep- they, that they represented in a, in a means to get that. Yeah, we won the battle, but we lost ourselves along the way. So, do we really win? That's why I'm asking. <laughs> That's why and I'm, I'm saying, asking. And I'm saying, it, goal- it depends. It really depends on you specifically, because like for some people, if the ultimate goal is accomplished, it's a win regardless. Like no matter what we have to do, it's a win. But for other okay. people, so it depends what, on the people. Oh, yeah, it depends on you specifically because, like, okay. everybody has their own philosophies and that's views. Fair and shit. Hmm. That's fair so, enough. That's fair. So, speaking on that, I have a question about revolutions. Would you guys consider revolution or revolutionary act as a selfish thing? Like, you know, for you just to want to achieve your own personal goal, just to overthrow the ruling class. Uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of the shits be starting out selfish, and then they just become you more. Realize it's a lot bigger than you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it depends on your reason to want to rebel. If you want to rebel for your own personal gain and you're trying to use people to get to that point, then yeah, it's selfish. But if you're trying to rebel... Let's talk talk about fucking Griffith ass. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you're trying trying to rebel for all of us, then it's not selfish. But, I mean, a revolution can start off being selfish and end up not being selfish. You're like, oh, well, I thought it was just for me. I think that shit happened often, yeah. Yeah, I realized that so many people believe in this idea, so I'm going to do it for us. And selfishness mm-hmm. can also be inside you. So just because you got selfish reasons, if other people grabbed on because the overall outcome of what you want fits with them, it could be 10 people that's there with, like, you think about a band of thieves. 
they could all be there for what their own selfish motive, or even the straw hats. They all there for their own like reasons and motives. It's just like it fits and it works together, and mm-hmm. that's like what has them like. Yeah, I can accomplish my goal by helping you accomplish your goal, so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. at the at the very at the very base of it, it's selfish on why they're there, but like it comes together as a whole movement. So you may be the leader of a particular cause, and you may have your own selfish reasons for why you want to do it. But if that cause generates the outcome that other people were wanting, then shit, you can still have a mass movement. And they're awesome, all some uh, Madara and Hashirama type shit. I'm going to help you build this village, but I just want to fight you at the end. Hell yeah, I just want to beat you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I think that's it for the revolution conversation. Uh, but right good, good pod. Good pod, niggas. That was pod and pod. Leak and Panda was pod and pod and pod. I was pod and pod. Uh, Ron was potting it, and GB was just here. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy to lead the revolution, man. I found out I was up Hey, man, you got to be willing to lose that arm. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice. Okay, Sacrifices. You're either, you're either uh, willing to die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Oh, my God, Ron. That, that, that is also Leak's line. Uh, wow. How is it? All right. Been, I've been taking right, Harvey Depp. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work on my rage. Uh, I'm gonna go work on my rage speech right now to give y'all nice. the chat. Uh, and I got y'all covered. But we're gonna get into these rapid fire questions that since they hits us with. Uh, take it away. Yes, sir. Ha, Romaine lettuce. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? You've been, bag- you been begging, oh nigga. Whoa, do not say begging. begging. Please edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. Pause, Don't st- <laughs> pause, pause. Come on, man. I know I did things <laughs> with you, pause, but uh, I guess we lost the footage or whatever. But nonetheless, <laughs> here we go. You ready? Oh, yes. It is my time, finally. <sighs> I do. Ed Elric or Monkey D. Luffy? Monkey D. Luffy. Zoro or Vegeta? Zoro. Sinku or L from Death Note? Oh, Sinku. Asta versus not. <laughs> but he, he, whoa, how's that, that cap? cap? That is cap. <laughs> L is much smarter, but Sinku is that nigga. You ain't say smarter. Uh, say yeah, exactly. He just choose one. I didn't, I didn't say smarter. But exactly. I will say cap because when I hear that question, I'm immediately thinking smarter. But so me no and GB was on the same page. Nigga. <laughs> cap. Uh Asta versus Naruto. Asta, Asta versus Naruto with none of that uh with none of that uh none of that uh I got a sleeping demon inside me. Oh, then yeah, then Naruto's sweating that fight. Easy. Can't even deny it. It's not uh, even I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's gonna be moderately hard for Naruto. But you know, Asta, he's got his sword play, he's got his strength. But Naruto, he has, like, he has more, you know, um, expertise when it comes to ninjutsu arts. And Asta can just, you know, he can just punch strong, run, he's durable. But I feel like Naruto's winning that battle. Cool. Kurapika versus Sasuke. No Mangekyo. He has Karangan, but no Mangekyo. Is this a fight? Yes, a, a fight. What type of nerf is that? Yeah, what type of uh, what what version of Sasuke is this? No Mangekyo. So if you wanna if you wanna say Sasuke post post yeah pre so basically Itachi fight pre Itachi, Itachi. but yeah Yeah. up to that point up to that point so not not after the fight but who's your against against? uh, Karapika Karapika from Hunter Hunter damn um 
But does Karapa have all his nin abilities still, or is he just? He does have all his nin abilities, but Sasuke is not a part of the spiders. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with um, you know, Karapika. Okay, Avatar <laughs> Aang. <laughs> Avatar Aang versus Deku. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> Damn, man. Well, okay. So, do they have all their abilities as Avatar mastered? Yes. I'm just, okay. Yes. I'm just, I'm just going to have to go with Avatar. Dang. Okay. Man, Rob is trolling me. No, no. For uh, real, though, that, that was definitely Deku, but I want to I want to see Aang win that one. Did know, you watch Bro. Castlevania? Yes, did indeed. You did? Okay. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or Castlevania? Oh, JoJo, bro. Come on. Okay. Dio versus Dracula. <sighs> <laughs> I hate this nigga, yo. Because <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're supposed to be answering. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to have to go to. Uh, um, oh, shit. Yo, this is this yo. part three deal. This part three deal. Oh, roll, don't. Roll, roll, I'm sorry. What's your question, GB? Does Dracula have access to his castle, his uh, his science, like his technology? Yeah, yeah. he does. Okay, damn. Then that makes it even easier. Then I guess I'm gonna go with. <sighs> Shit, damn. No, it, it it I know, I know, <laughs> but it's just like I'm just gonna decide one because go I'm, just, I'm gonna go with nobody. Cause you're both gonna. No. You fucking suck. <laughs> no, no, no. Does I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, 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 I'm gonna. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dracula. Yeah, Dracula yeah. technically Dio Daddy in the vampire world, though. You said what? Yeah, Dracula technically Dio's Daddy in the va- world of vampires. Nah, Dio Daddy was killed by Dio when he was no, a kid. No, I'm talking about like, the mask itself. Like, yeah. va- the first ever vampire was Lathy and Taylor, better known as Dracula. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying actual dad. That's oh, what okay. Yeah, and remember how Dio even got his powers from that mask already. So, like, he transformed into a vampire. So, he might be a vampire, but Dracula's the original. He knows everything about vampires. But can Dracula stop time? <sighs> no, he can't. But I feel like he could probably have an answer for it. I feel like he'd have an answer for it. But he can't. He can't die. Can you kill Dracula? No. What you mean? Dracula died. He did. Did, did he die? Did he die? Yeah, or did he just go to hell for vacation? Get the fuck, bro. We all we all saw that. We all saw that last scene in the mirror. He was definitely we with his wife chilling. So, more questions. how did what did Alicor have to do to kill him? <laughs> he stabbed him through the heart. He stabbed he him through him. the heart. But he let him stab him. How many hearts does he have? I don't fucking know. No, if he's if he's, if he's the living on dead, how can he die? These don't are... ask me, nigga. I got two more. I got two more questions, bro. Okay. Uh-oh. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you had to switch places with any anime character that would have to live a week in your skin and do everything you do while you do the same thing they do in their world, who would it be? So that means these niggas got to go to work for you. They got to live where you live, yeah. talk to the people you talk to, etc. Uh, I am going with what's his, what's his nigga name from My Hero Academia, the guy that has really fast feet. You know, that runs with the Funny in as it. hell. <laughs> Ain't you a like nurse, nigga? Ain't you like a nurse practitioner? No, I'm not a nurse. I'm PCA. 
you know, pitch consistent. So I feel like he would do. I'm trying job. to figure out how the fuck it was the most bigger. Gonna help at your job. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, he, he said I'm gonna. He's gonna be living in my life. He's gonna have no speed. Remember, he's gonna be just a regular Romaine. But I'm gonna have his powers no, in his he, world. But he's you still know, him. He's still him. But he gotta do oh. everything you do. Oh, oh shit. Then oh yeah, then man, still him. I feel like it would make it exciting. And I just, and also, I just want to torment my coworkers just because. Funny as hell. <laughs> They gonna see them big ass calves and them engines <laughs> popping out them fucking yo. uh yo uh scrubs. Funny of all niggas you could have picked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really thinking about <laughs> this nigga. This nigga just want to go to UA bad as hell. <laughs> be a you fucking know? class president in UA. You I even, yo I, I, yo I wasn't even thinking about going to UA. I was just thinking about who would be the funniest character to make my coworkers miserable. And I was thinking about whatever, 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 whatever got you there, bro. I honestly, I honestly would have picked Reagan. Yo, <laughs> Reagan, Reagan, Reagan would Reagan would be the funniest nigga to ever be in my skin for. You would have, you would have came, back, would have came back and been CEO or some shit. Reagan would have, hell finessed. yeah, he would have finessed all type of shit in my life. Mm, I'd have, I'd have been rich, damn near, been on TV. If it was personal though, if I were to choose to live in one anime character's life for a day, it'd probably be Zinko. I want to be the smartest nigga. So you want to go back to like the Stone Age, nigga? Yeah, I want to, you know, experience. I want to experience that, you know, starting life all over again. You know, no, the fuck you don't, because you don't know no, you don't know nobody punching me. Understand, Roman? When there's you, there was no seasoning. There is nothing but salt. Nothing but salt. I, I want you to it. understand the predicament you're putting. I in. will figure it out. Last question. Last question. Would you rather be in the crowd when Majin Vegeta shows up to the tournament or be in the crowd when Krolo versus Hisoka was announced? Krolo <sighs> mm. versus Hisoka. I don't wow. watch that one. I don't want to be in the car to see that fight. You're going to die. I, die. I don't care. Yo, I, I'm dying with my eyes completely. It's better than Valentine to a fucking chocolate bar. That's I'm definitely I'm, definitely I'm definitely, choosing Majin Vegeta because... Majin Vegeta? Oh, you said Majin Vegeta? Oh. Yeah, Majin Vegeta blew a hole in part of the crowd. You just got to not be in that part of the stadium. But you got to be able to see that fight. Exactly. I you definitely heard Majin Vegeta. You on the edge of that crowd. You don't lost but, the legs. The whole arms. left side. Majin <laughs> Vegeta, you don't even get to see the fight, though, because them niggas fought somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Niggas, you're not going to see the fight. You're not going to see the Majin Vegeta fight because they fought somewhere else. But you did. You you are going to get to see millions die. And you are going to get to and come you back. you might be one of those millions that die if you don't move. But you will come back to life if you die. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So you still rather see... Uh, He's soaking Crollo until Crollo fucking. No, 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 no. Take, I, takes I your life to I use misheard. you as a bomb body. I misheard you, and I would go with Majin Vegeta, not Majin. I thought you okay. said Majin. Better not. Good shit, wrong. You capped on a whole lot, but I, I had fun with yeah. your bars. <laughs> you had fun with me, Sensei? No, you just said? Pause, bro. You do. You what, were not what, supposed what, to repeat that. All right, man. I, that's it for the episode. Uh, thank y'all for pulling up. We talked about revolutions today, uh, what it takes to have a revolution, the elements of it, what revolutions we like. Oh, 
We didn't say what our favorite was. Do y'all have favorites? Y'all want to get them out real quick? Last comments, last comments. Um, uh, me currently right now. Um, I, said, I said Panda. Everybody else. Oh, oh, oh everybody got bad. it. Went silent everywhere. I did not hear you say my name. Uh, I would like to say Kogias would be one, but I would always also say um, Taka Gadouli in some ways is a revolution because of how Yumiko gambles, and it's so it's so fucking chaotic the way she likes to gamble and the reason for her gambling that it kind of throws everything into it like a loop. I don't know if y'all agree, but it kind of throws everything into a loop because there's a set hierarchy and Yumiko willingly like like puts herself in predicaments where she might lose, but she doesn't care. And she's even made into a pet simply because she wants to have the uh, chance to challenge everybody, even the uh, student council. And it kind of turns the school on its head with the way she gambles. So it might not be purposefully revolutionary, but in a in such a way, it is revolutionary because she kind of like leaves a trail of fucking bodies in her wake. Kakigura uh-huh. was actually on my list, so solid, solid, solid. Uh, Master D. Yes, I am here. I'm gonna go with the villain revolutionary arc currently in My Hero Academia in the manga. Um, I'm enjoying this read. The revolution is going. And there's a lot of casualties, and you know, I'm 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 curious to see how the outcome will be. You know, I'm just can't wait to see what's gonna happen. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but just know that it's epic. Oh, yeah. Lee. Um, I got Jinx. a few. Um, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. There's two revolutions that take place. The first one in the first part is them trying to get Kudelia to Earth in order to get Mars free. And along that way, you see like the real cost of revolution, like people are getting killed and stuff like that, characters that you really like. And then and the second part is um, them trying to establish Mars is like being they're basically being the rulers of Mars. And you see in the corruption with the overarching, I guess, villainous organization, I guess you can call it. Meanwhile, one of the characters inside the organization is trying to cause a revolution to basically make it to what the company should be. And then. Another example is in Magi. Um, in yeah, I was like, Haku- Magi was yeah. my choice. Um, in the manga, Hakuryu causes a revolution to get his country back. Because if we remember in the anime, well, they, they briefly mentioned in the anime, but his mother, who I'm not going to spoil who she really is, like they basically fucked over that country. And he, call, he causes a revolution to basically get his rightful place as the ruler of that country. And he has to end up going to war with essentially all of his cousins in order to overthrow them to get his rightful place back. Um, and then another smaller one is like, you know, Rising of a Shield hero, um, the corrupt-ass king, king doing fuck shit while the queen isn't there, even though it's a matriarchy, and him being framed for a bunch of bullshit. And then finally comes to the end where he, the queen comes back and he gets like, his rightful place as like a hero. Um, yeah, so those would be a few of mine. Uh, I got like two. My, one is uh, the Attack on Titan one. Um, not the one that y'all know, but the one that, the one that's happening now. And the second one would actually be from Psychopaths. And it's kind of a... That's, it's, it it, it, it kind of feel like a reach, but I'm going to go with it anyway, because it's like the system... It's the, the civil system is what is what like the whole thing about Psychopaths is. The civil system is basically... And I, I may have gotten in my Psychopaths bag before. Have y'all seen it? Has anybody seen it? Uh, I have not seen it. Okay. Nope. Uh, the civil s- point, I couldn't. Okay. The the civil system. 
the symbol system um it's basically a system where any good like any bad thieves or bad thoughts or bad type of personalities are going to be registered and the police have guns where if you if you're if you're bad bad thoughts or bad personality or whatever exceeds a certain level you are now considered a criminal whether you've done, committed a crime or not if you just have those thoughts about doing that like you are considered a criminal and if you are actually committing crimes the police who have special guns can kill you uh but they can the, those special guns only shoot motherfuckers who are at that level so like if you're not at that level the gun will not work um but they're the main villain or the main antagonist of uh psychopaths is a nigga who can kill people but will not like his his civil system reader doesn't go to like this nigga's a criminal so he's like a, a mass murderer but he's like normal as hell so like when the, when they read him it's like he's the most sane person ever that hasn't ever had a criminal thought so they can't kill him without trying to like fight him and shit, but obviously he know how to fight and he'll beat your ass. Um, so ultimately they want to kill him, but they find out like overarching spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. This shit been out for a very long time. I'm sorry. Um, they find out that it's actually the whatever's running the civil system is the problem. Like they it birthed niggas like that for situations like this to like as like a a test of humanity. So, like, it, the story goes from finding this one serial killer to just taking down the civil system. Um, and it's, it's, it's fucking cold as hell. I, I definitely recommend it. It's like 24 episodes. That shit cold. But, yeah. That will be my next one. If it's only 24 episodes, and I gotta check that shit out. Um, and then, I guess it's on me. You guys said some of the ones. Uh, Kakagori was definitely on my list. I love that anime, and I take every opportunity I have to try to apply that shit when I can. I, I will say, if you, I definitely recommend reading the manga because one thing that pissed me off about Kakagori is season two did not go the way it should have. Okay, I'll read the manga. Uh, I know I got in my little, I got in my little binge watch with Rome when I first found it. I think both of us watched it at the same time. Uh, for me, I am going to the last thing on my list that hasn't been talked about. Today is uh, a Pare uh, Ramen, which is this little cool little anime on Hulu. Um, it's kind of following the uh, the the rise of automobiles, and so it's like, have you guys ever seen Hanna Barbera, the Wacky Racers cartoon? Love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like exactly. It's kind of like that shit, but anime, and so. Uh, it's it's pretty fucking fire. So the guy, uh, the main character is kind of like a Senku level genius, but instead of just knowing everything about everything like Senku, he's more of like an innovator. Like he's constantly trying to just improve and build new shit, um, high level engineer type shit. And he is uh, driving this car in a race so that they can show that cars are a viable form of transportation and just everyday use. Um, and they're actually racing a train. And so it's all the problems that they're encountering has their, uh, there's like villains and other shit that's going on, but the main storyline is them trying to prove uh, that the age of trains is dead. And so uh, just kind of like that underlining revolution arc that's happening right there has been kind of cool for me to experience as well. Um, and it's only 12 episodes right now on Hulu for season one. And I found the shit to be quite enjoyable. It has a strong female character that I thought was pretty cool. And uh, good like good like story relationship bonds. And even a black a black character that I think is really cool, TJ. 
Uh, but outside of that, I hate that his name is TJ though. But uh, outside of AT that, on the track. No, go ahead. Uh, outside of that, I now I think that's everything. We talked favorites, so I think that's a complete episode. Uh, that brings us to the end of the episode, man. Oh, it's a sad time. <clears throat> I guess so we'll get- long. Farewell to you, to you, my, my friend. friend. I knew Ron was gonna come in latest. Latest. I came in though. I, I had you on mute. That's why I was like, you're no, singing. You I was like, I'm on mute. Oh, uh, supernovas! Make sure y'all tune in, man. Check out the anime and manga guy. We got uh the this episode to be dropping on Friday. So the give Panda the Ox run my fate. Should have just started today if Leak is on top of his shit, which I'm pretty sure he will be. Um, y'all better have checked out Gloves Off this week. If you have not, make sure y'all go back and check out Gloves Off. And continue to tune into the pod, man. Interact with us on Twitter. Interact with us on Instagram. Let us know what you like about the pod, what we can do better, like what type of content I want to hear, what y'all looking for, man. Uh, other than that, I guess that's – I think oh, that's everything. Am I missing anything, y'all? Thing. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. You're missing, you're missing one thing. Listen to oh, wait, uh, Line Bling. Okay. One more thing. One more thing. And that is all. I have spoken. Uh, it's, it's, it's a Star Wars thing. It's a Mandalorian thing. Sorry. <laughs> Can I start with you, bro? You done. <laughs> it's a Star Wars thing, man. Our Star Wars listeners will understand. I have spoken. <laughs> nah. It's an anime and manga. Okay. Uh, Supernovas, man. Thank y'all for tuning into this episode. The revolution will not be televised. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all uh, come back for the next episode. Join the conversation with us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, make sure y'all use the hashtag WhatsGenWatch when y'all checking out anime. We want to know what y'all watching, what y'all got going on, so that we can tune in, check that shit out, talk about it in episodes. Uh, and that is all for today. Until next time, we out. Bye, niggas. Bye, niggas. Yeah.